On this episode of Rogue Creators, we are talking about what, Jacob? Oh, we're talking about uh, which recording platform you should use for your remote recordings, Zencaster or Riverside. Boom, it's about to go down. Let's do this. Three, two, one, zero. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome back to Rogue Creators, presented by Go RogueX. My name is Brian Fitton. And I'm Lauren Lewis. And this is the podcast dedicated to marketers and creators who are wanting to serve first and stand out from the crowd. Make sure that you subscribe every single week, YouTube, as well as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to get all of the tools and resources you need to be the go-to name in your industry. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Road Creators. I got my awesome co-host here, Lauren Lewis. Hey. Hey. And today, I would say it's like, I'm always very excited about the episode. I always say it's very special. Yes, you do. But this is a completely different episode than what we've ever done. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it is because we have our audio engineer, Jacob, on the show. I am so excited for this groundbreaking episode. <laughs> right. Breaking wordsmith audio engineer Jacob over there. He is going to be, we're going to be diving into Zencaster versus Riverside. And those who will win. Oh, who will win? <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Uh, but yeah, we're actually going to be talking. We're, we've decided to start doing a lot more tech style episodes mm-hmm. because we get a lot of questions about this from our clients, potential clients, our console calls that we do. Um, and so we're like, you know what, we need a place to be able to direct them to actually give them some great information about specifically recording platforms. And so why basically you should not be using Zoom to record your interviews. If you're doing a podcast, please stop using Zoom. Please stop doing that right now. Just stop. Okay. So either of these is, is a better option than Zoom, but we're going to talk about why we like Zencaster over Riverside in this episode. So I'm really excited about that. Are you excited, Lauren? Lauren is... I, I am so excited. It. I like to record my episodes through Skype. That's actually what I was going to recommend. <laughs> I mean, 2015, Brian would say that's the best option that is, for yeah, you right yeah. now. But I'm glad it's not 2015 anymore (laughs) and we have a lot lot better uh, platforms to be able to use. And so uh, we're going to dive into that. But before we do, I'd like to start off with something fun. That's right, Jacob, isn't it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) It is so fun. Uh, Do I get to ask it? Yeah. Yeah. Lauren, what are you obsessed with this week? (sighs) Oh, my goodness. He forgot the line every week we like to start our episodes off with. Something fun. I'm sorry. Yeah. Hey, every week we like to start our episodes (laughs) with something fun. What is that, Jacob? Uh, we like to start our episodes off with what are you obsessed with this week? Did I do it right? You did. That you was did. Great. You did great. Yeah. Wow. I, so well delivered. All right. So Lauren, what are you obsessed <laughs> with? Um, so mine is a movie, uh, oh, the Mitchells okay. versus the machine. Oh, Taylor yeah. told me that this was, he loved it. Yes. Um, so this is an animated uh, movie. We like to have what we call popcorn parties with our kids. So we get popcorn and M&Ms and we watch a new movie and this came out on Netflix. It has amazing animation that's really cool um but this is like this story is fantastic and it's hilarious and they did such a good job it's hard for that momentum a lot of kids movies i think like for the first 15 minutes it's hilarious and then they just like lose it after that yeah this one keeps going and that it was just really well done it's very heartfelt it's kind of a father-daughter story Mm -hmm. but they kind of address some like kind of deeper issues that's like as an adult, you obviously pick up on. You're like, this is super sad, or like, you know, like you're. <laughs> but it's really sweet and really well done. I highly recommend it. You will laugh. It is awesome on Netflix. Nice. That's really awesome. All right, Jacob, what are you obsessed with, man? Uh, so I am obsessed with 
Wilco right now, the band. Do you know Wilco? I do not. Uh, they're like an alternative band that I guess is still making music, but they're from like the early 2000s. Oh. And so Jeff Tweedy uh, is a songwriter from them. And he has a couple books out that I've been reading this week. And so I've been going back through their discography and yeah, really obsessed with Wilco right now. Nice. That's awesome. I'll that check them awesome. out. That is awesome. Okay. Anyway, uh, so my obsession this week is Disney Plus, the platform. It's new and exciting. It is not new. <laughs> It is not very exciting, okay. but I'll just say at, for like the UI, like in general, mm-hmm. it is done so well. And the fact that you can go to Marvel, you can go to mm-hmm. um, basically all the kids. I mean, we watch Star Wars, Star Wars, the kids shows, yeah. like anything yeah. on there or like princesses. Like it's easy <laughs> to find stuff. There is there's a princesses like category that you can go to. But just in general, like being able to use that, I think Hulu is the worst. Hulu by far is the worst platform to be able to find shows. Go, You have to go through so many different menus and episodes. If you start one where it was connected, I mean, it's just. Peacock's it's, also the worst. Uh, they we both. haven't gotten it yet. They Freaking <laughs> Samsung and Peacock. You guys need to figure this out. NBC, get on this. Come on now. But in general, like, yeah, I've just, I was, I always enjoy using the platform. And so people don't, I don't think, think about that. No, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of lame, but that is my obsession. We've been watching a lot of Disney Plus. Uh, but yeah, going through back through the Marvel stuff, that's been fun. Me falling asleep in Marvel movies. That's been fun. Watching a lot of Bluey. If you guys are not watching, if you have young kids, you need to watch Bluey. It is by far one of the best. I love that show so much. Like Puffin Rock. It's a good one. I'll never watch Puffin Rock. Oh, it's so cute. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) But that's not what you're here for, but you guys definitely need to check out Wilco. I feel like I have heard that band. Surely so. They're like very popular. I think so, but don't call me Shirley. And we also, uh, yes, <laughs> make sure you guys let us know what your obsessions are. Uh, we like, we like to get that feedback. It's yes, always fun to kind of hear. And then they usually, I get roasted on my obsessions well, from people listening to the show. They're usually a little bit better than today's. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I'll bring the heat next week. I promise. All right. Uh, let's jump into the episode today about Zencaster versus Riverside. And if you're not familiar with these platforms, these are basically um, audio and video recording platforms. Now, uh, Zencaster has been around for quite a while as like a go-to remote podcast recording software. Um, and it was one of those that was, seemed a little intimidating. Uh, they did a great job on kind of refreshing the brand, refreshing the interface and how to use it. Uh, so we brought Jacob in to uh, talk to us because he's been recording with some of our clients using that, the different software remotely. I've been using it with some of our clients as well. And so we have really kind of had kind of battled it out between the two to see which one would be better. So uh, just to kind of tee it up, Riverside is kind of focused on video. Um, Zencaster has always been kind of focused on audio. And so both of them have been trying to flip that and be good at both. And so uh, we have some good stuff for you today. But first, let's let's talk about Jacob. Let's talk about Jacob real quick. Um, so, Jacob, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you what what do you what would you say that you do here exactly? So, this was definitely not in the show prep. <laughs> He's like, I'm not prepared. <laughs> I am not prepared for this. Can you see me just like sweating? <laughs> so, here at Go Rogue, I do audio production and then engineering. Um, so, I do all of our recordings happen in house, and then I do all of our audio editing on the back end, and I also do copywriting for a handful of our clients for blogs and other things as well. Nice. And then kind of just anything else you tell me to do. <laughs> I do those as well. 
So Jacob has been a great addition to our team and really just his, our audio in general has Mm -hmm. just been um, elevated for ourselves, for our own podcast, as well as our clients. And so really, really appreciate him. And also if you're not watching this episode, you definitely need to, because we got a cool camera angle on Jacob. Switch to that, Jacob. Oh yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, that's good stuff right there. That's good stuff, man. Anyways. All right. So, okay, before we get into the deep dive of tech, which I know both of you love to talk. so excited. So I am bringing, I'm using Zoom. I'm recording. It seems to be working just fine, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why would I ever need to pay for these platforms? Mm. That's a great question. It's a great question. Do you want me to take it or do you want to? Go ahead on, man. You got this. So with, uh, with Zoom, you're already likely already paying for it in some way. But the problem with it is like if you and I are recording right now, Mm I am recording it on my side and you're not recording it on yours. And so everything I'm getting is just the streamed version of what you got. So it's going to be lower quality. A lot of times just like 480. Brian can speak to the video more, but for the audio, it's going to be much more compressed. And then if you do start to lose, like lose service um, or your Wi-Fi gets low or whatever, I don't know the technical term for that, but uh, (laughs) yeah, I mean, like as you start to cut out, we're going to lose that part of the recording. Like that just doesn't come through on my end. Um, Whereas with, Riverside or Zencaster, you're recording locally. So you would be recording on your computer. I would be recording on mine. It would be doing it automatically through your like internet browser. And then in the end, once we're done, I can just go through and pull those down. And I have like a local video that isn't compressed. It's higher quality, both audio and video. Boom. And we're done. All right. Thank you guys for joining us today. <laughs> it was a great episode. Now, uh, really though, that, that is a great overview of why, especially if you are focused on higher quality video, higher quality, quality audio, zoom is fine. If you're just getting started. And I always tell people this, if you're familiar with zoom, you, you do your meetings in this every single day, just hit that record button. Um, but also record separate audio tracks, um, in zoom or record separate tracks in general. You can do that in your settings. Um, if you're just getting started, we don't want to overwhelm anybody who is, who's jumping into this. Um, this is just the next level of being able to make sure that you have high quality audio and video. And so with Zencaster and, and with Riverside, both of those, like Jacob said, they record locally. And that is a huge benefit um, for making sure that those those tracks, because I, we've experienced it time and time again, where internet drops out or we have some buffering or whatever else. And now all that digital noise that comes through, like what you would typically get in a Zoom call, you do not get that when it comes to Riverside or Zencaster. Both of them do a pretty good job of that. Awesome. Well... <laughs> <laughs> So I'm not the tech person in our company. So this is always me just learning and kind of nodding along while they kind of geek out. But why is quality important if you're getting the video, if you're getting the video footage you could from Zoom? So with Zoom, it only allows kind of, most people don't know this either. And I see this in our Facebook groups a lot of times. People will say, um, you know, I want to stream, you know, 1080 or 4K on Facebook the platform itself doesn't necessarily allow you to stream at that quality. YouTube, you can stream at 1080. Facebook only allows you to stream at 720. And so you got to think about that when it comes to recording softwares as well. Sometimes they just don't allow you to record at that level of quality video. So StreamYard is a phenomenal um, product that we use for streaming, but they only allow 720 as well. And so if even if you're recording, you have to bump up to higher level plans in order to record higher quality video. So with both of these, um, they can record 1080, um, and I believe only Riverside is 4K. But if you're doing Zoom, it only allows you a certain level of recording quality. Even if you have a high-end red cinema camera, you're only allowed to record a certain level 
of um, actual quality out of that video. And so it, it's really important to pay attention to that kind of stuff because people just think it's camera. Like, well, mm-hmm. I have a DSLR, so I'm going to get better quality. Not necessarily. So you got to definitely pay attention to that. With Zoom, it's the same thing. They're they're compressing. I mean, they're they're trying to get as much into just that meeting as they can. It's not designed to be an actual audio video recording platform. It's for meetings. So I like it. Yeah, that's good, Lauren. <laughs> Thanks. That's all right. So let's play this out. Okay. I've decided Zoom is not working for me. I've lost some recordings. I don't have great quality. Mm. Um, I want to really up my content game. So I'm I'm looking at these two platforms, Riverside or Zencaster. So let's start with Riverside. What's great about it? Go ahead on Jacob. So with Riverside, uh, one of the benefits, I know Brian will speak to this in a second, or maybe he just said it, but like it does record video at 4K, which I saw that this morning. I didn't realize we could even do it to that level. (laughs) And I was pretty shocked. Um, What was your question? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. What do you love about Riverside? Uh, Yes. So It's just really easy to use. Uh, Like one of the things we talked about is like when you first get started with Zoom, it's great, um, but you kind of want to jump to the next level. The nice thing is you're not jumping to some level that's really complicated. Mm -hmm. It's within your browser. You're not asking anyone to record anything on their end. It's really like your guest doesn't have to do anything at all other than log into something that would be almost identical to Zoom for them. And on your end, it's not a whole lot different either. Um, You're mostly just having to hit record and then download the files at the end. And to have that amount of quality at such a like user-friendly experience, I think, I don't know. I just love that. So one of the things that you really have to pay attention to, especially in Zoom, is when you're recording, it is what you see. So if you are in speaker view to where basically I start speaking, the camera turns on to me, um, that's what you're recording. If you're recording gallery view, And where everybody is showing up on the screen, that's what you're getting in the recording. And so one of the beautiful things about Zencaster and Riverside are recording separate tracks. And so basically I can combine those side by side if I wanted to, or if I just wanted to have just me and then cut to my guests, I can do that in in post-processing. And so um, that's one thing that a lot of people don't think about. They're just like, oh, I'm going to record. But we push video content because that is the best way to promote a podcast, best way to promote um, a live event, a webinar, whatever it is. So you've got to make sure that you are recording as much content as you can in that moment because you might not get that again, especially if you have a big, if you have a big guest, you are not going to be able to go back and be like, well, I didn't really like having everybody on screen at the same time. And then if you crop in, it's going to be lower quality for that video content. Um, and so with both of these platforms, it's so good because it does, it gives you so many more options, individual files for audio video. You can do wave files. So it's a, almost like a raw file when it comes to audio mm. as well as um, individual video. So you can get it at 1080, 4k, 720, whatever you want it to be, uh, to be able to produce content on the back end to promote those episodes. All right. So it sounds like Riverside's the winner has no flaws, right? Well, yeah, <laughs> uh, we didn't really talk about, so with Zencaster, so our process, we actually went through, um, we started with Riverside and then Zencaster being kind of an audio dominant, you know, uh, software, I was like, well, we want to make sure the audio quality is there. And so we went to Zencaster and te- tested it out. They were in beta to give them, okay, just to be fair, they have been in there currently still in beta testing their video platform, um, and recording software. Now, when we went through that, we actually moved some of our clients over to Zencaster. Uh, we went all in and we had some issues. So I'll kick that over to Jacob because Jacob obviously is the audio guy and he was one that was dealing with trying to get files, trying to make sure everything quality wise. And so what, what actually did you like about Zencaster, Jacob, that made us kind of 
move in that general direction at the beginning. Yeah. So initially with Riverside, sorry to like take it straight from Zencaster back to Riverside, but <laughs> that's the way I was trying to go. Oh, so. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> with Riverside initially, like the reason I was so excited to switch over to Zencaster is at first I didn't think that their platform was quite as user-friendly, um, especially like I think if you or I were going in and producing every recording, it would have been no big deal. But sending our clients over to it, I want to make sure that it's as easy as possible for them to work, something they don't have to be like an audio professional or video professional to have to do. And I just found it to be kind of difficult to um, monitor like your audio levels to make sure that everyone was at the same level. I didn't find those to be like super responsive. And there were just some things like that that I didn't think were super intuitive. Since we've gone over to Zencaster and also kind of explored Riverside again, I think they fixed a lot of that. So with Zencaster, the biggest problems and like the biggest fault I would even give them is that it's kind of on us. Like we use them during beta. Yeah. And so we ended up losing like a couple spots of recording that were just kind of lost into the ether. I'm not exactly sure what happened with them. And Zencaster didn't seem to be super. They didn't know what happened to them either. Um, But their customer service was super great and worked with us and gave us a credit and I mean, I have nothing but great things to say about Zencaster other than we used it while they were still kind of in a beta mode. And yeah, a, a technical difficulty happened that hopefully will not continue to once they go out of beta. But yeah, yeah, true. No, I agree. And that's, again, saying in, in general, like you have to you have to be aware. And I, even with the beta testing, like we wanted to go all in on a product and we, we put a lot of confidence in Zencaster up front to be able to to meet all the needs of ourselves as well as our clients. Um, one thing that we do here locally in our, in our studio is we broadcast, we have actually have a TV. So if Jacob, you'll cut your uh, camera there. So we'll actually see there's a TV kind of right in the bottom right-hand corner on our, uh, on our table. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they get to it. <laughs> you just point to it. Um, and so with that, we can actually do a remote interview. And so that way we are looking at a TV. And so we mirror that image from our computer over to, uh, that TV. So that way when somebody's doing, you know, if we have a client in studio, who's doing a remote recording, we've done quite a few of those, you can actually have that option. So with, Zencaster, that actually looked a little bit better. I actually, I enjoyed being able to see the person that interact, that, that uh, interface was actually really nice to, to look at. Not saying anything against Riverside, they've actually upped some of their features as well. Um, you can select different windows who you want to be bigger. You can kind of move things around. So they do have now more options. I think they kind of, kind of kicked their butt into gear when Zencaster announced their beta uh, to up some features and they've come out with an app. They've done a lot of really cool things. And I think it's kind of nice when platforms are really competing against each other because the users get the benefit of both of those things. So I don't want to spoil it. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. What's the next no. question? I'm sorry. Well, this one's not on the sheet. So. Oh, okay. Good. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Going rogue. <laughs> whoa. Very much so. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm trying to decide a lot of times when it is so close like that, a lot of times it's the money. So what is the price range on these two different platforms? Do we know? Oh, dang. Well, it started off, I will say Riverside was really expensive at the beginning. And so that was hard because I say really expensive. It was like 40 bucks for like, I think it was 15 hours of recording, which, you know, again, if we're doing this for our clients or whatever Mm -hmm. else, like 10 hours is plenty. I mean, if you're recording four podcasts a month, roughly four hours, and they had a five hour plan, that's, that is enough to kind of give you some buffer room and it's recording time. It's not just meeting time. So you could be in there chatting with your guests, Mm -hmm. but when you hit record that actually uh, pulls down your hour. So now though, they have, since it was kind of nice though, that when Zencaster announced their beta, the prices dropped because uh, they came in around 25 bucks and you can do a yearly plan 
Um, you can do a monthly plan, but they're both right around that 25, 20 to $25 for an appropriate amount of recording time, which again is nothing. If you're, again, if you have a big time guest, you want the best quality, like man, 20 bucks, $25 a month is well worth it to make sure that you are getting the highest quality files that you can. Well, and it really makes like that quality is just such a huge difference. I don't think I could really even talk about it enough. Cause like, even if you're, if your call drops in the middle of it, or like, if you're like, maybe on your end, you're seeing them lag on the video and the audio, but everything's recording on their end. So you're not losing any of that. Like it's still great recording. And like, obviously you might have to like catch up a little bit if you weren't able to clearly hear what they said, but the recording is going to be totally fine. It's easy to edit and post there. And you just like not having to worry about any of that stuff, even if like their computer, like completely lost Wi-Fi, everything's already been uploaded. And so they can log right back in, start a new recording and everything's going to be right there. Like there shouldn't ever be any lost recordings with either of those platforms once Zencaster gets like fully together. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I will say this from a user experience Riverside, you can monitor levels. So as a, I will say a big piece of us being an agency, a podcast agency is I can log in as a producer into Riverside and I can control levels, which is, is pretty big. It's a big deal. Um, and also knowing that my stuff will never be recorded. So even if I hop on screen accidentally, if my mic is unmuted, my, my, uh, transmission, I'm never being recorded. And so that's really nice to know. There's kind of that safety net there that I don't have to worry about it. And so, um, I think with, with Riverside, that's a big, that's a big benefit. Um, but even with Zencaster, some of the wave files and the waveform at the bottom, like there's a lot of options. It tells you, Hey, good to record. You're ready to go. There's a lot more like, I, I don't know. This is my own, one of my own pet peeves. It's like, I want to know that I'm recording right? I want to know for a fact that when I hit record, it's recording and I want to be able to see that. Riverside does not do a good job of like big flashing red thing, like saying you're recording. Zencaster does a better job of that. You know that you're recording. And I think that that we've run into that with clients as well, where it's like, I thought I was recording, but I wasn't. Those are just those little things that you have to pay attention to. Um, and if the platform can make it so much more easily to, to be able to see that, that is a big benefit. And so I would just say, I mean, Riverside is kind of I'm a video guy. Riverside is definitely focused more on video. They're coming up with the audio. And so I, I, we've moved back to Riverside now. And so that is one of those that I am, I am, we're all in on it. Give some great options. I mean, but it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Jacob, from an audio perspective, I mean, have you noticed any difference? Uh, between the two platforms, not a ton. Uh, I like the upgrades Riverside has made since we've gone back to them. Um, I think that their meters are way easier to read than they were previously. I like them more than what, uh, Zencaster had to offer as well. But I do think like we've referenced a lot, like Zencaster being, uh, more audio driven and then Riverside being more video driven. I don't think that there's like an audio quality issue with Riverside. I think that everything we get from them has been wonderful. I, I'm stoked that we've gone back to them, not because Zencaster is not any good or anything like that, just for the assurity of like, it's not in beta. You yeah, know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so random fun fact though, fun, fun fact. fact, are you ready? Are you ready for this fun fact? Uh, Riverside actually has an audience feature. So you can invite an audience to sit in while you're recording with somebody they won't be recorded. They won't have a chat option. Like there's not a whole lot of options other than they can just jump into a meeting and watch, watch your recording, which is actually kind of cool. I think they geared it towards maybe radio station mm -hmm. style of, yeah. of uh, recording. But yeah, that's just kind of a random one that I was like, I don't, I don't, I guess we could use that feature. We could be like, Hey, we're recording with this big name guest. And if you just want to sit in, yeah. you can. And so that's a, that's actually a pretty cool for a cool thing. Yeah. I'd like to see them kind of 
lean into that a little bit more because I know they refer, I believe that's what they're referring to as streaming because they promote that they can stream. But I'd love to see them like try to compete with uh, StreamYard or something yeah. like that by letting you push that feed then into Facebook, then into YouTube or, or Instagram live one day, whenever we are able to do that. Yeah. So you can, you can actually stream, but they, the streaming options are very limited. Mm, yeah. Okay. And, and so that is one of those things too, with them. I, I think it is, I agree. StreamYard has them beat when it comes to like pr- like presentations. If you could pull in presentations, if you can move things around while you're recording, man, that would be, that would be it for me. I would be like, I'm all in on, on, uh, Riverside. Yeah. Cause I saw this morning they're allowing like screen sharing, mm. but they're with, with StreamYard, there's so much production stuff you can do with like where you're placing each person, how large they are in comparison to the other screens and everything else. But if they could lean into that, I think that that really would be a crazy cool market because you could, it would, it would eliminate another subscription that we pay for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, last little thing I have, I don't know. What's our questions, Lauren? Do we have, a, we're out, oh, we're out of questions. <laughs> Good. All right. Last little thing that I have, I'll just say this real quick. You do have the option for post-processing on the back end, which is actually really cool. So if you are a solo production house, yeah, and you are wanting to do just like, hey, I'd love to have my interview just leveled out, just kind of the basics, you can actually have that done on the back end. So there, that is in beta right now at Riverside. So Riverside, you can just say, hey, process my video. It'll do a side-by-side. You can put a background with it. You can add some stuff to it. Actually, there's there are some options if you're just wanting like your episode exported just to be able to put on YouTube. Um, they do have some cool features that you can add in there, which again, I making it easier to repurpose that content. Kudos to you, Riverside. Uh, you are go to for this, uh, this episode. So give us a shout out, you know, give us a discount, uh, throw us, (laughs) throw us a bone here, Riverside. No, uh, we've interacted sometimes with their uh, customer service and even inside their Facebook group, their founders, their developers and stuff are in there, uh, answering questions. And so, uh, no knock on, on Zencaster. They've done a great job too, but obviously we used it during beta. Had, had a different experience. I'm sure some other people have had phenomenal experiences, mm-hmm. but yeah. So two great platforms. I don't think you're going to go wrong with either one, especially over Zoom or over Skype. Man, jump into one of those platforms if you're if you're looking to up your your podcast. So we're declaring Riverside the winner, though. We are okay. yeah, for us and for our clients. <laughs> we've been recommending Riverside, we and we'll continue up. to. We got to declare. <laughs> It, we, we, we could have done like a debate style. Yeah, like one of us could have debated for Zencaster and for Riverside. <laughs> yeah. You want to re-record this? <laughs> All right. Shut it down. Let's re-record this thing. I was terrible in debate. I can't do debate. I'm just not a good arguer. I don't know. Maybe if I am passionate about this, maybe I could actually. Mm. Maybe it's got to be something I'm passionate about. There we go. There we go. Um, hey, but thank you, Jacob. For coming on the show, man, your debut episode. Oh, yeah. I was just doing my best to not say any bad words. I mean, that, <laughs> and that was my whole focus here. Just don't don't drop any bombs. I mean, I did plug Disney Plus at the beginning of the episode. So this is a family-friendly show. Set the tone. Set the tone going into it, Jacob. Yeah, Disney. I, I followed it the best I could. That was good. No, hey, we, we appreciate you jumping on. And then also, I mean, Jacob's behind the camera every single week. Um, recording, making sure our podcast sounds amazing. Doing some video switching. He's becoming a video guy too. And so uh, we're, you know, pushing him to new levels. There you go, Jacob. Yeah. Go to new, new levels every day. New <laughs> levels every day. Um, all right. Well, Hey, everything that we've talked about today uh, will be found on our blog. Where's that at Lauren? I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you close this episode out for us. You can go to gorogue.com slash podcast. That's, That's not true. Our website. That's not true at all. Lauren. Go Rogue X. Whoa. <laughs> I or, forgot the X. We always refer to it as Go Rogue. We don't always put the X and stuff, that is true. which our clients do as well. So go roguex.com slash podcast. What's our other Or one? your favorite. Yeah. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> you don't know? Rogue Oh, okay. 
I'm so sorry, guys. This is why I don't close out the episodes. All right, keep keep going. We would love for you to tell us which one you chose, Zencaster or Riverside. We'd also love if you wanted to subscribe or review our podcast. Tell us what you actually think. Please tell us what you, (laughs) maybe not what I actually think. No, no, no. We we do value those reviews and we're pushing a little bit more for those too because those are fantastic ways to get um, more of our content out there and in front of more people that need it. So, all right, close us out, Lauren. Keep it going. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Yeah. All right, we ready for rapid fire? Let's do this. Was that the intro? Did you do the, are we ready for rapid fire? Just reverse and rolls? <laughs> I like that. Are you ready for rapid fire? Get it. Fire, 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 fire. I don't want to do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Question number one. Who would play you in a movie about your life? Uh, Chuck Norris, probably. Because of the resemblance? Yeah. Red beards. Yeah. N- but Chuck Norris now, now he's like 85. <laughs> He has more resemblance to me. I saw him on Cameo. He's on Cameo, and I was like, I wonder what he looks like. That's what I mainly do. I see my Facebook ads for Cameo, and I'm like, I click on poor check door. He, he's, he's looking old. Did man. you have to pay for a Cameo of him to see what he looked like now? No. That should have, they should have done that, though. I would have probably paid my $5 to see that. <laughs> anyway. All right, Lauren, uh, who would play you in a movie about your life? Oh, I hate this question. <laughs> Um, I'll just take a stab in the dark here. Uh, oh, I'm terrible at pronouncing her last name. Is it Zoe Deschanel? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> you can see that. That was way better than Chuck Norris. Oh! What about you, Jacob? Uh, I'd pick Jason Segel. Oh. Yeah, because he's like, okay. he's, that's a good one. he's yeah. really big like I am. Like, we're both very tall, large guys. Uh... <laughs> And also he is so, well, he's so funny and I want people to think I'm funny. So that would be great. I just love him. I love him so much. He is really great. He is pretty funny. All right. Question number two. What is the worst gift you've ever received? Oh, don't do that. Oh, no. That was my, I looked at these this morning and asked my wife about like what I should answer. (laughs) That's I was like, oh, this is so mean. What if someone listens to it? You know, do it. Do it right now. Uh, Yeah, I'm avoiding it slightly because like if I choose someone that ends up listening to this, Uh, I don't want to get in trouble. But um, my wife loves to like thrift shop, antique shop, vintage shop, all these things. And she's really great at like finding stuff for her and me. But she doesn't, she's very small. So I'm very large and she's very small. Uh, and she has no understanding of how big I am. And so uh, she'll like get me an extra large. But like one time she brought home an extra large and it was a kid's extra large. Oh it's like, Meg, what am I going to do with this? Um, so she knows my style really well, but she just has no concept of me being like 6'5". That's hilarious. That's great. <laughs> All right, Lauren. Oh, my grandma gave me this top and I'm, I will mm. do my best to describe it. So it was like a gross brown color on top then it was like crocheted top with like big holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it like... Sounds problematic. It, it was. Um, and then like it kind of has like this empire like waist and then it like poofs out <laughs> with giraffe print. Yeah. And it was really long and everything and my mom was like why don't you like it? And I was like this is 
really hideous, but my mom's like, oh, I'll wear it then. And she no. did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I will save that. She other still wears it to this day. I hope not. She loves it. I hope not. But <laughs> also having to inform my mother, like, hey, you're supposed to wear something underneath it. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. That was mine. All right. So I have two. Okay. Real quick. Okay, real quick. So we were really poor growing up. And so one Christmas, my mom wrapped a bunch of socks, put under the tree to make it look like we had. That wasn't the worst one, but that was that was a little disappointing when I was a kid. I was like, oh, it's more socks. Like once you open one, there's like 10 more. Like super you're... sad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, my parents worked really hard and we are not in that position anymore. Uh, the second one is my, my, my great aunt. I think she's super sweet, but she's definitely a dollar store like shopper for us for Christmas and so she got me a flashlight one year like the like very plastic like just cheap and there were no batteries with it so she just gave me a flashlight with no batteries so as a kid you were like cool I flashlight but there was no batteries and it was like those like D batteries which nobody has ever or even I don't know so I feel like it's a super sad childhood story (laughs) I tried to use my socks to power (laughs) them power the flashlight and it didn't work I cried all Christmas we had no electricity and it was just- <laughs> oh I had a good childhood it's just a little rough sometimes <laughs> parents did the best they could alright anyway we're out Griffin uh, Tranquility Base here the Eagle has landed